All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. All right, presented by Botano. It's a Tuesday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosa with you. Larry O.B. in the building last night. The Denver Nuggets winning their first ever title. And Nikola Jokic really didn't care. But Stanley will be in the building on Tuesday night. But I always laugh, Rosie. The fact that when teams not in the NHL win a championship, the owner gets the trophy first. Does it make any sense to you, bud? (laughs) No, it really doesn't, man. It seems like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a pretentious give me that thing. This is my team. You guys are just my workhorses to, you know, get me what I want. And it's, it is weird. Imagine like the owner grabbed the Stanley Cup first. It would be ridiculous. But just another thing that hockey has got better than the NBA. Dude, it's ass backwards. Let's be honest about it. It makes absolutely no sense. And it makes me wonder if Vegas wins tonight. Does Bill Foley get the cup from Mark Stone, man? Because he's one of the more proactive owners in the game. He spent a lot of money to be in Vegas to put that team there. Six years in, they're one win away from winning a Stanley Cup. But it it just made me wonder, too. Like, you know how Gary Bettman, the commissioner, always gets booed every year when he hands out the Stanley Cup? Does he get booed in Vegas if they win the Stanley Cup tonight? Good question. I guess depends who, I mean, you'd think the local Vegas crew would be happy with him. He put together this thing. He made the expansion draft in a way where they were competitive right out the gate. Um, But you'd think that the barn will be pretty full with other fans, not from Vegas and would know the, 
the gig with him and and would boo him i don't know why does he get booed i have my issues with going back to the lockouts and stuff like that but i don't think many people even know why they're booing but they just jump (laughs) on the bandwagon and start booing but it's kind of shitty because like it's such a great moment and so triumphant you go back to all the the hit pieces and the reels and stuff like that where you know ray bork's getting it from sackick and all these you know moments that are so incredible and then to start that off with something negative like booing is kind of shitty to be honest it's almost become tradition though like imagine 2023 is the year where tradition changes and we boo or we we cheer the commissioner i should say when he gives the winning team and awards them the stanley cup and maybe this is the year of vegas wins on home ice at t-mobile arena remember to subscribe tap that like button leave us a review wherever you're checking us out at the leafs nation 401 on youtube where you could subscribe so hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed right now Additionally, we're available wherever you find your podcast. Just search Leafs Morning Take and we'll pop up. Don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs. I had a piece up yesterday that did pretty well. Had some traction stemming off our conversation yesterday, Rosie, about uh, Tom Wilson. And I think I titled it perfectly. Imagine Tom Wilson on the right wing of Austin Matthews. It just went perfectly and it sort of blew up. So I was happy. Yeah, it's we talked about it yesterday. It's someone like that. I mean, we're going to talk today about the defense and yeah. you know, we've talked goaltending and this and that, but to make this the this team's identity like I guess tougher is the word mm-hmm. and more aggressive and more jam is is just what they need. I mean, they can they can cruise through the regular season and that is great and important, but when it falls apart in the playoffs because the going gets tough, that's a big problem. And you got to round it out with guys like Tom Wilson and the Acharis and the O'Reilly's and the Shanners and see what we can build around this team. And ultimately that needs to rub off and become the identity of this team and, and make it what it hangs its hat on. And then at the end of the day, that has to rub off on the Mitch Marners and the Nylanders and the Matthews. And those guys need to adopt that identity as well. That's my biggest concern this offseason. Yeah, essentially reshuffling the deck chairs. And they've tried that before. But to me, and I think maybe you agree, maybe you don't. I think that would involve trading a core member of the core four. It just doesn't seem like it's going to happen, at least early on here in the offseason. Thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns? You can drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube. We'll get to them a bit later on in the show. But for now, let's get over the boards. Feeling good today. I'm wearing the shirt way back when in 2018. I was at the Stanley Cup final, witnessed the Washington Capitals, uh, and they defeated, I believe, the Vegas Gold. I think I watched the first two games of that series, Game 1 and Game 2, T-Mobile Arena. Of course, Washington goes on to win the Stanley Cup. But Vegas... In the cup final again, uh, just got that feeling. It's it's unbelievable that they're six seasons into this thing, but they're up 3-1 in this series. And you know the fascinating thing to me, Rosie, about the Florida Panthers, they seem like a team of destiny. It was a storybook run. But that's the one thing I will remember if they go on to lose. They didn't win. Like everything they did here in in the in the in the postseason was for nothing, in my opinion, if you don't win. Oh, agreed, man. I mean, the ultimate disappointment, I believe, is getting to the finals and not getting it done because you're you're so close and you think you have it. And, you know, that team did seem like they were they were special. And I mean, you go back to round one, knocking off the Boston Bruins. I mean, what an epic, epic collapse in the postseason that is for the Boston Bruins to have one of the best records and then albeit the one of the best teams in history 
And to just get clunked off in the first round, you would think that that team should go on to win it all. And then they don't even do that. It kind of an extra jab at, you know, the failure of the Boston Bruins this year. And I can only imagine that if the Toronto Maple Leafs had a season like that, where they're just, okay, you are destined to win the Stanley Cup this year. You have the best team in the world. Nothing can stop you. Then you get knocked off by a team. Then they don't even potentially win the Stanley Cup. It's uh, it's a tough look and for for both teams. And it's, it's like you say, a, a team of destiny. It seemed like they were going to go do some special things, but they ran into this Vegas team that just flat out outplayed them in the finals. I know it's not over yet, but in my mind, that Vegas team is winning the Stanley Cup. If it yeah. happens tonight, that's where my money is. But if it doesn't happen tonight, I think they will get it done. And they're just they're just outperformed that uh, that team of Florida's in the finals. They didn't have that mojo that they had throughout the rest of the playoffs. The NBA finals is a dud. Uh, the Stanley Cup finals has been an absolute dud, specifically in this country. And I want to settle something first and foremost. People bitching about who's in the Stanley Cup final. You make no sense. Like last time I checked, this league is not scripted. I, I think Vegas and Florida deserve all the credit in the world for getting in this position. But I never understood, you know, that argument. Oh, this Stanley Cup final sucks because who's in it? Like, what do you want them to do? Like handpick a team to play in that final? So while the ratings might not be the same as, say, if there was like a Canadian team in there, I think sometimes you just have to accept that two really good teams are squaring off in the Stanley Cup final. Having said that, I, I do think it's been a massive dud. It's been very one-sided. In fact, I think Vegas could have swept this series, Rosie. Yeah, it was looking like they could. I, again, they just don't. Uh, the Florida doesn't have the jam. And, you know, hats off to Vegas as well. They have a very deep, very well-rounded, very big team that is just ripping through the playoffs. And, I mean, I will say that I think they had an easier path going through the Western Conference to get to the finals. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to get the best of the best in the East. And it looked like that... Uh, was an unstoppable team in the Florida Panthers. But again, that 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 layover that they had from the conference finals to the finals was so long. And just, you know, that's one of those things that you got to think about when you have a big layover in between series is uh is to wonder if it's too long of a series. Are we getting, are we gonna lose our momentum? Are we gonna flatten off? And Bobrovsky did, you know, some of their big boys did that magic that they had throughout the whole you know, Eastern run was just gone when they got to the finals and faced this Vegas team. It was just, it doesn't look like it's going to happen, but you know what, after all this chatting, imagine they find fire and Bobber shuts the door and like crazy things happen and they, they take it to Vegas. I mean, that's the best thing that could happen to this series is, is get life breathed into it by something happening on Florida's end. Yeah. You just never know. Matthew Kachuk at this point, as we have this conversation at 11, 10 AM Eastern on Tuesday, it's undecided. It doesn't know. Like nobody knows that this guy's going to play. Matthew Kachuk is the engine that runs that team. You know, Barkov's been struggling in this series, Sam Bennett, Sam Reinhardt, like the list goes on and on. I just don't foresee a scenario where this even goes to a game six and sunrise again. Stranger things have happened. If there's a Stanley Cup playoffs where the unpredictable happens, it's probably this one. But the Panthers are up against it. There's no doubt about it. And we'll see what happens tonight in Vegas. Let's get to the Leafs conversation now. And I think the curious thing about this, if Stanley is handed out tonight, that's like, what, a 15-day break between, you know, the, the cup going out and the next major, uh, you know, milestone or thing for the NHL. And that's the draft coming up um, in Nashville in a couple of weeks. So with that in mind, I, th I think the trade market's going to pick up big time. It already has. We saw 
Columbus get busy last week with two massive acquisitions. I just wonder if the Leafs should prioritize grabbing a defenseman. I, I think you look at the MO and the track record of a guy like Brad Tree living, especially in Calgary, loves to build his back end. So I think that's the first place you look, Rosie. Yeah, there's a chance uh, that he does do that. I mean, it was nice to see Morgan Riley step up in the playoffs there and you can kind of get someone to compliment him. Um, I think that there's a chance if they do get kind of a big boy off the free market or do some kind of a trade that they could have a really well-rounded decor for the first time in a while. You know, we're looking at, uh, you know, Luke Shen um, re-signing and he's a type of player that I think they need on the back end. And if they can just kind of fill the holes and put those pieces together, and I, I do agree that a, a top four D-man would really kind of, you step back and look at this and say, okay, we've got mm -hmm. ourselves a core here that is that is pretty solid. We've got all our bases covered. And um, who that guy is will be interesting to see and watch and if they can actually get something done and and really solidify the back end. And then, you know, Brad Tree Living can kind of check a box and move on to other things and know that he's got that covered. and. Uh, obviously an important piece of of winning in the playoffs is that back end. Honestly, I think it's paramount. They go out and acquire a top four D, whether it's in free agency. I think it's easier said and done via the trade route because I, I just think there's a, there's a massive, massive, you know, change in the potential and the standard of a defenseman from say like three to five. And I just don't know if the Leafs have that middle type player, right? Like I think you have some guys like Connor Timmons and Timothy Lilligren and and Luke Shen I would put into that conversation. But high end talent like Morgan Riley, okay, considering the postseason he had, he's in my combo. TJ Brody, all in all, I thought I thought it was a disappointing season. Jake McCabe's maybe that middling guy. I, I just think that in between is not there, and I think top four depth is what I think this team needs to strengthen up and bolster heading into next season. Yeah, I agree. And then like you say, you get a guy like that to kind of compliment Morgan Riley and and Morgan Riley's, you know, season was kind of average, but he 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 fired it up on, in the playoffs. So we got to see yeah. what kind of um game he's going to bring this year if he wants to have a standout game and really solidify himself as one of those premier defensemen in the league is is probably exactly what he's eyeing to do and what he needs to do to get to that level. And I think that complimenting him with another top 4 guy I think it makes everybody better. You look down the line at those, you know, those Lilligrens and McCabe's and uh, guys that you'd mentioned, I think they all get better if you can add that big boy. Otherwise, it might be a little bit too much pressure on them to be something they're not. And if you can get in another big fella like a top four defenseman, um, you know, a Hannafin from, yeah. from Calgary, for example, all of a sudden those kind of middle core pieces, bottom you know, handful of, of defensemen that aren't considered a top four premier minute guy can all of a sudden relax into their role and do what they're made to do and not be, not be asked to do something that's maybe beyond their scope. Yeah. The unfortunate thing with all this is I think the cupboards are pretty bare when it came you know, when it comes to a trade, like Kyle Dubas did not leave this team with many assets. Matthew Nyes isn't going anywhere. Nick Robertson, we're going to talk about momentarily. I don't know if it's a smart idea to sell low on a player like that. I just don't know on the pipeline if they have players or prospects or picks that would be enough to get like a Noah Hannafin. But I think you 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 make so much sense. Like that's the type of player I'd go after, even though he's one year away from UFA. I just don't know from the assets standpoint if they have enough to do it, um, which again leads into the conversation, Rosie. And it seems like every show we steer to this convo about the core four. Like 
I think if you want to make a substantial difference to this roster, whether it's adding somebody on the back end, you have to take from in there. But everything lies in the Nylander situation more than it does the Matthews situation. But I think there's like a domino effect waiting to be happened and waiting to happen here in Toronto. Yeah, and I mean, it's hard to say. We've been surprised before where breaking news happens and holy yeah. shit, they've been doing this behind the scenes and a big trigger is pulled. But it, it kind of gets the vibe. I get the feeling that it's not going to happen and Same. that the core four will stay together. And I just, I mean, I feel like you at the beginning of, of last year when we started doing this show saying, listen, man, it's Groundhog all fine. Day. It's all fine <laughs> and dandy when you go through the, the regular season. But when the going gets tough and you get to start playing playoff hockey, those four guys don't seem to have that killer instinct and that clutch factor. And it's it's hard to believe that a guys like Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews don't have the clutch factor with how good they are. And at least they haven't shown they have the clutch factor. Like, I'm not bashing these guys. I'm just saying the track yeah. record history shows that when they need it in the playoffs, they're not there. You're yelling at the TV. We There's four minutes left. We're down one. We need that goal. And you, you've seen all playoffs long, a guy like Matthew to Chuck steps up and bangs that goal home for you and and gets the team to where they need to be. That's that clutch factor. And none of the guys on this roster, the big boys that are paid the tens of millions, have have been able to step up and do it. So if you put them in the same position, like what's going to change? I mean, another year of experience. Okay, they're starting to get up there in, in years. They're not in their second, third year anymore. They're not on entry-level contracts. They're guys that have played some some years and got some experience. And you know, confidence after that 60-some goal season by Austin Matthews should have been through the roof, sky high, ready to take that step and and be the guy. And it just doesn't happen. So, I mean, I think a lot of Leafs fans are wondering, do we have to break that up in order to replace the type of hockey and the type of team that they have with what they need? And like you said, the, the well's kind of dry. I mean, there's a lot of eggs in the, in the core four basket. And if you need to divvy that up to get what you need, it would be interesting, but again, Brad Tree Living needs to have the right deal come along. You don't just make that move for the sake of making it. It has to be a special deal where you feel like you're winning it, and that's very hard to do in this day and age. The question I keep circling back to when I think back to this Maple Leaf season, do they hate to lose? Matthew Kachuk, does he hate to lose? Mark Stone, does he hate to lose? When I think back again to that Florida Panthers series, they they just went into the night. That's it. Say two. That's it. That's all. Let's move on to a grand old summer. Willie Nylander's in Europe with Rasmus Sandin right now. They're having a great time. But that's the question I kept circling back to, Rosie. Do they hate to lose? Can you answer that question for me, buddy? Well, it's hard. And I mean, I hate, like, I don't, it's good that he's hanging out with his buddy. They're on, <laughs> they're, they're on yeah. their off season. Yes, you know, that's yes fine, they are. But it's on the ice, like, you see that Mark Stone and like the intensity and he's yelling and he's fucking pissed, pissed. and he's intense. Yeah. yeah. And these guys, these core four don't get like that. There's always just kind of like a blank stare on Mitch Marner's face. Austin Matthews is always just kind of like looking down at the ground, kind of in his own <laughs> But the head. thing is, like, people are like, oh, that's just the way they are. Why are the Leafs the only team with players like that? Every other team, there's a guy who will drag you through the fucking fight. Like, Mark Stone's such a leader, man. He loses. It's like, I'm going to go out kicking and screaming. Matthew Kachuk, same type of conversation. He's playing maybe on one leg. Who knows what the guy's, you know, dealing with. He's still going to drag his team through the fight. But I just don't see that in the big boys in Toronto. 
And I don't either. And I don't like to be the negative guy to yeah. drag them through the mud and to be yeah. that typical Leaf fan that just bags on them all the time. But they are not getting it done. And why is that? I mean, it's our job to talk about that. I got nothing against these guys personally. But when, I mean, pictures tell a thousand words. And when you look at the television and see them and their body language and their facial expressions, and then ultimately their actions out there during the hockey game, it's not indicative of a guy who will do anything to win, who's not scared of anything. It's like you literally watch them stay on the perimeter and not go get that 50-50 puck because it drizzled into a corner with a big D-man. They'll they'll kind of like box up and like try to knock one out of the air. And it's just those little things that you, you don't see out of Stanley Cup champions. Stanley Cup yeah. champions are that Mark Stone type of guy where I don't know if pissed off is the right description but they look like they're very very intense they play angry they're not going to accept anything but hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Winning and that failure is not an option. And ultimately, they do fail. And it's that, that devastating for those types of competitors. But yeah, our guys just don't seem to be that pissed off when they lose. They don't seem to be just gritting their teeth to do anything to win they just kind of seem like they hope it happens i hope it happens i hope we win and ultimately every year they don't so whether that means break them up or not yeah it's hard to say man it's a bit of a predicament and brad tree living's got you know something on his plate and if if uh history shows it seems like uh, general managers come in and just kind of give a a trial period and say let's see what we got here for a year and that's probably the direction he's going to go yeah, maybe we're just being too hard on the big boys again. And I understand sometimes, uh, me personally, I am. But I, I just had a, I have a tough time when guys are booking tea times the day after they lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning like they did last year, man. It's just, it's a tough, tough look. Just wait a couple of days. You can get back out there. I, I just, I think some teams lose and it's pure devastation for like a month. For the record, Luke Shen hates to lose. Ryan O'Reilly hates to lose. There are players like that who have donned the Maple Leaf the last couple of years. I'm not saying the whole team it just ultimately, that's the question I always leave every season asking, does this team hate to lose? And it's up for interpretation. Did Anyways, they actually have tea times the next day? Dude, 
I've covered this team for a while. And that was a story last year. I won't name names, but there was some tea times set up like a day or two after they lost. And, and then of course, there's the other side of the media saying, what are they supposed to do? I don't know. Fucking don't do anything for a couple of days, man. Act like you're mad. You know, I don't even care if you're mad, you know, like it's, I don't know. That's Again. pretty short-sighted on what market you're in to be doing that. It's like the Phil Castle thing, sitting in his boat, fucking reeling one in. Exactly. Saying, man. no place I'd rather be. <laughs> Dude, fucking the media, be in the playoffs. The media oh, is so God. great. They they found it the next day. It was like tea time. And people will know who I'm talking about and players, you know, who I'm talking about. But nonetheless, uh, I digress. Let's talk about Nick Robertson. So, very curious the other day, 32 Thoughts, the podcast, one of the top podcasts in the world, Elliot Friedman, who we've had on this show, uh, good buddies as well with, with Jeff Merrick, who uh, taught me a lot about the industry and you know, I work with him at Sportsnet, do a great job speculating that Nick Robertson is somebody the Philadelphia Flyers really like. And Nick Robertson could be a guy in, in need of a change of scenery. But this comes back to me, a guy like Nick Robertson coming off severe shoulder su- surgery. He He's yet to be even close to his potential. It's been a rocky road thus far. I just don't know if it makes sense to sell low on a Nick Robertson right now. It's tough because these young players with potential, you just, you don't have a crystal ball and you don't know what they're going to turn into. And the Leafs do obviously have a history of letting guys go and they flourish outside and Mm -hmm. make their fans, you know, palm their face. But uh, (laughs) you don't know what he's going to be. And I mean, there's times where he looked like, holy smokes, this guy could be a player. And then there's times where it's like, yeah, he's just blending in out there, not really, you know, capable of, of, big things but again he's he's quite young and and you just don't know what he'll develop into but like we spoke of earlier like how many pieces do these guys have how much exactly. bait do they have to try yeah. to better their team you, you can't just say i'm going to make my team be- better and not give up anything that's good if you don't give up anything with potential with stock mm-hmm. then you're never going to get anything in return so all these people crying for trades and make your team better well did you think about the other side of that on what you have to give up? It has to be something good or you just won't get the deal done. Someone else has to want what you have. And how much stock does Nick Robertson would be interesting to see because there's other outfits and teams out there who go to their scouting staff and say, have you seen this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Look at his brother. Yeah. Yeah. We can, you know, he's something that we, we might be able to steal this guy. And what do we have to give up? Oh, this loner guy that we're going to lose anyways, uh, you know, with a year left on his contract, something of that nature. You know, it, it could potentially get done, but we don't know what Nick Robertson's going to turn into. But we do need to give something up if we're going to get something in return. And you know, Matthew Nyes is is my big prize as far as yeah. prospects coming into this into this franchise is going to make some noise. So that leaves Robertson the guy that could potentially be trade bait. Well, that's the key. I I think a guy like Nyes is overtaking Nick Robertson. Like Robertson, we had that conversation for so many years, and unfortunately, he just can't stay healthy. Where he's like that surefire top six guy to play with the big boys. But I think in in one fell swoop, Nyes has taken that position. So I say yes. Um, yeah. Right to your point, who do you have to give up? I know Nick Robertson. You're probably selling low, but I think there's got to be that one team out there, and all that's all it takes. That one team to say, hey, we know who this guy's brother is. We know where he's taken in the draft. We know what he did in junior. That potential is there if he can stay healthy. Let's pick him up. Let's do it. And and that's what it lands to with me. I think obviously there's going to be that Dubas contingent, uh, the faithful fans that will never leave this marker that say, hey, this guy knew what he was doing. Uh, it'll be the biggest mistake that Brad Tree Living makes. And I would just say any move Brad Tree Living makes is is going to be, you know, the, the, the Dubas contingent is going to be skeptical on it. I, I mean, just start there. 
But there's going to be that part of that, that rationale that says, you know, you're just not making the right decision by trading a Nick Robertson. But sometimes you have to make tough decisions. I think if it means bringing in another player and you deal Nick Robertson, you have to do it. Yeah, and it just, I mean, if you want to get a lot in return, you got to trade a guy with high stock. A guy yeah. like, say, Nick Robertson did play in the playoffs and played well, he would be valuable as trade. You could get more in return for him because of what he's just done. And people would be screaming at their top of their lungs, why would you do that? He was so good. Well, you can't trade a piece of garbage and get anything in return, right? And right now, Robertson has potential. Uh, he's from good stock, good pedigree. But he's been, you know, battling injuries and whatnot. What is that going to look like? So it's kind of that middle of the road. And yeah, he could go on to another franchise and have a flourishing career. And everyone could say, remember when he was a Leafs prospect? That's fine. That's hockey. But it is, you you know, what is he worth? I guess if you shop him, you're going to find out. Yeah. And ultimately, is he going to be the guy that makes a difference on this roster? Or can you get a guy that would make a difference on this roster? That's ultimately where the trigger is either going to get pulled or, you know, you're going to shake it off and keep the guy. And people need to st to stop shitting on Scott Lawton. That's the guy who's been linked to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Guys, a study from Oakville, Ontario, went to my high school. He's a hell of a player. I think he would help this Leafs team out quite a bit. And if it means losing Nick Robertson, you do it. Some people think Nick Robertson's fucking Jason. It drives me insane, dude. Like, hmm. again, it, it's unfortunate this guy can't stay healthy. Yeah, there's potential there. But to, to get, you got to give and, and vice versa. And I think if Philadelphia and Toronto want to make a deal around those two guys, I say go for it. Nonetheless, the Botano wrap-up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now, 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. So game five of the Stanley Cup final. Lord Stanley will be in the building. Who do you have tonight, Rosie? I've got Vegas. I think they're going to get it done. I think they're going to have a lot of extra jam to get it done at home. Um, it's always special when the Cup's in the building. I always like to tune in and, and watch and you know, see that thing. It's the most incredible trophy in the history of sports. Um, the, what they do with it, how they pass it out, the way they lift it, the captain takes it. It's always special. I love to watch that. And you better believe that those guys are trying to get it done tonight. It's the hardest one to win, no doubt, is that fourth game in the finals when the cup's in the building. But uh, I, just, I just get the feeling that the wheels have kind of come to a stop on the Florida Panthers and this Vegas team is is destined to hold that cup and i i believe they'll get it done tonight yeah they're ready they've been banging on that door since their inception into this league and i know we can joke and say it's been six years rosie but every year it's like a conference final round two and i'm a firm believer you keep banging on that door one day you're gonna you're gonna bust through look at tampa look at colorado and i think i, I just think it's vegas's time like aiden hill it's been a tremendous story and to your point Again, just way too many question marks with the Florida Panthers. Bobrovsky's looked a lot more human. And I just, quite frankly, don't think they have a response for the Vegas Golden Knights. So I'm with you. I think Vegas wins tonight. I think if you're looking to extract some 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 juice, uh, you know, in terms of betting, I don't think it's the money line. It's probably the puck line. And specifically, if Florida's down one late, they're going to have to pull their goalie. Two goals, like I think there's a good shot if Vegas wins this game, it's it's by more than one goal. So that's where I would look to extract some juice. The Vegas Golden Knights were all over them to hoist Lord Stanley tonight at T-Mobile Arena. Last but not least, Rosie, let's look at the chat on fire as per usual. A lot of conversation about top four defensemen, what to do, who to go after. Noah Hannafin comes to mind from a couple people here in the chat and there seem, we seem to have lit a fire with the core four conversation again because people are going back and forth and most people who listen to this podcast know where we stand on this. It's it's time to do something drastic, no? 
I mean, they seemed to have a team that just should be able to get it done. And again, it's the same problem, right? It's not that we can't get goaltending. It's not that we have leaky D. It's that we can't score the goal. The guys that are paid the most money, the franchise guys with their face all over anything that is Maple Leafs have trouble doing their job when they're called, when it's do or die. And that's that clutch factor. That is that killer instinct. And when, you know, inevitably, if you're going to make a run to the Stanley Cup, you're going to be put in a position where you're down a goal with a couple minutes left. You're... You know, you had a bad start and you got to claw back and you got to regain the lead and all those different things that you need those guys that score big goals that are the high talent, high paid guys to do their job. And they have not been able to do it. And they've been given the benefit of the doubt. They've been getting given lots of time. And at the end of the day, it just hasn't worked. So I just I would not be set. I don't want to see the same thing happen. It would feel like two years of mundane groundhog day if they did it again this year so i would not be sad if they kind of blew something up and and had a different look this year not crazy blow it up but just tweak something to try to get a different vibe going uh when when the playoffs happen and you call on someone to be a big time goal scorer like something has to change with those guys yeah, I, I can't disagree with what you're saying, and that's why we've been echoing those sentiments quite a bit. Uh, it's been so fun doing this show over the last couple of months, and I mentioned to you off-air just the reach of where we're going with this show. Had somebody reach out, and she writes in the chat right now, Grace, buds have no passion. Listening all the way in the Philippines, man. Like I, I just think it's so mm-hmm. tremendous what we've built here so far, and appreciate the sentiments, and thanks for writing in and watching the show, Grace. Uh, Donnie does dishes. It's just igniting mayhem like I've never seen. It's like Matthew Kachuk playing in a hockey game or Brad Marchand um, stating that Nick Robertson is a cherry picker, hangs out at center ice. He isn't an NHL player. The Flyers aren't interested. Um, He's bringing the heat, all right. Robertson couldn't carry Nye's skates. Donnie does dishes is is on fire in the chat today, Rosie. Your response to all this because people are going ham about it. I don't know if I would say that, but if you if you had to pick a team and you were left with Robertson and Nyes, I know what my answer would be, uh-huh. and it's not really even close. I think that guy, Matthew Nyes, has got big-time pedigree. I think he's going to be a big-time player for a long time, and, and Nick Robertson could go either way, to be honest with you. He could become a big-time player or he could fizzle out, and up to this point, he hasn't shown anybody his hand, which way or the other, what he's going to be. And again, battling injuries is never a good thing either. But the potential is there, and that's why I think we've talked about him having some value on the market. Yeah, definitely. And that, and that's the fascinating thing about this all is like what transpires over the next couple of weeks. So again, we're going to keep tabs on this. Thank you to everybody in the chat. bringing the heat. Again, it's going to get hotter and hotter as we get closer to the NHL draft in Nashville. Free agency, the turnover is going to be really, really quick. So Make sure you keep it locked here and keep the fights going in 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 the uh, in the chat at the Leafs Nation four hundred one where you could subscribe, chime in on a daily basis. Again, that's Jay Rosehill. I'm Nick Alberga. Many thanks to producer Aaron, everybody in the chat, and we'll talk on Wednesday. Maybe we'll talk about a cup winner here. here. Yeah, yeah.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 